0: So uh, welcome to the Dunwich and Dagon's podcast. This is going to be a bonus episode where we're just going to talk about our first uh, quarter of a year uploading episodes and just kind of talk about our experiences so far going through those episodes. So we're just going to go around, introduce ourselves, say who we play, and then we'll just kind of get into it. So uh, you got, whoever wants to go, you guys can kill each other. I don't care.
1: Okay. I'm Chris, and I play Frank Corpser usually, except for this episode.
2: Nice, and I'm Lee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I play uh, Mortimer King, uh, kind of laid back, lazy bow uh, that got turned into a vampire <laughs> through a series of horrible misfortunes. That went
0: that that part went up. That episode went up monday so we're good to talk oh, about that
2: man. perfect Peter oh good yeah. to talk about that oh uh, yeah good
3: <laughs> my name's uh my name is uh, bobby houdini and i'll be playing kyle today
2: your
0: name's bobby houdini <laughs> and i'll be playing kyle okay you cut out for a second so i just want to make sure i heard that yeah, right. yeah
3: bobby houdini playing uh kyle i'm a uh, average white person who grew up in the suburbs and now i have a podcast
0: <laughs> like an average white person <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: and I'm Jackie, and I play Claudette, the clairvoyance, the medium with the most ghosts from the East Coast.
3: Man, I need a catchphrase. Bobby needs to come with the catchphrase. That was good.
0: Huh. Now you see him, now your legs gone. Lean <laughs> <laughs> on me. And then screaming. <laughs> and like, oh my god, oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> so I feel like a good place to start is, so what I do when I'm recording, We when we're actually playing, we don't get out of character a lot when we're actually playing the game, so I feel like the audience has never really gotten a chance to like know us at all, so I feel like we should just go around just on recording, just kind of say how we know each other and just give a bit, little bit about how we started playing role-playing games we'll just go in the order i see you guys on my screen i'll go chris jackie kyle nate and then myself okay
1: uh yeah i haven't been really playing them (laughs) very much i know (laughs) billy from college and i met the rest of you through this uh, I tried to play D&D with a group when I was working at Amazon, but the group, uh, how do I make this not mean? <laughs> They're a bunch of fucking weirdos, <laughs> <laughs> and they creep me out, and so I left, and then I didn't really play any role-playing games until we played. We started playing this one, and I'm learning as I go.
0: I don't know if you remember this, but we did play Call of Cthulhu once together in college. Did we? Yeah, Mo was the keeper. We were at his apartment and we did that playthrough where we're in his haunted mansion. Yeah. It was probably
1: baked out of my mind. Probably. <laughs> Knowing, <laughs> like if we were with Mo.
0: Oh, yeah, he was Oh, yeah,
1: I do baked. remember that. And he had like music playing and stuff. And yeah. Yeah.
3: And if uh, yeah, any sure. law enforcement is listening by bake out of his mind, uh, Mo is actually a chef.
1: <laughs> it's a good
0: thing that cut out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, it did.
0: <laughs> uh, and then there was one time where we were playing Cyber, not Cyberpunk, uh, Shadowrun at our place, but you didn't play. You were just sitting on the couch doing something while we played and halfway through the session you're like, man, I wish I got in on this when I had the chance. I
1: remember that, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell, relating to board games and such.
4: So I'm a 30-year-old woman, and I started playing role-playing games with two other members of this podcast in a little club called Dungeons & Dragons Club in middle school. Jesus. I joined the group because uh, Nate, Mortimer King, convinced me to drop out of my art group to go play (laughs) Dungeons & Dragons. And I did, and it was a good time. And then we we played a lot of a uh, Dark Heresy. Specifically, after that, we got into more gritty, darker things. Uh, but then you just you kind of just always go back to Dungeons and Dragons, really. Um, when it comes to preference, I think I like Cthul- Call of Cthulhu the most. Though um, it's a little more grounded in reality. You get to be a small, fleshy human who doesn't become like a level twenty wizard. You just become better at your job, and just like everything else, you die. <laughs> I like that. I play with you guys, and I also play with another podcast um, through More Than Dice Podcasts. It's a lot of fun. And that's pretty much all I do. Okay.
3: Um, hi. Uh, so my first experience with D and D was, I think I was like twenty two. So it's like. Six years ago, have I known you for
0: six years, Billy? Um, um, I've lived in Frederick. This is my fourth year anniversary at my job, and I worked, lived here two years before that. So yeah, six years. Yeah, so like I
3: first met Billy. Uh, we uh, started a D and D group with our friend Trevor, who does some music for this podcast. Uh, he started DMing a game where a lot of us was the first time playing. Um, we played with a few other people beforehand, but they both two other people. They two of them left, and Billy took their place um and that was a campaign that we had going for years and still technically is going although we haven't played for a while and billy worked at a coffee shop with some of our friends that were playing with us so he got involved and that's how i'm here now as far as like other experience with role-playing games uh i've dabbled here and there i've played d20 modern with billy i've played a couple of different DD modules with other friends and other like gaming stuff like i'm a pretty avid i have a pretty strong love-hate relationship with Magic the gathering um, and yeah I play yeah,
2: games <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ain't that the truth It's <laughs>
3: all
0: white guys In our 20s to 30s We've all played Magic the Gathering I, ca- I, ca- ca- I can show you my most expensive
3: EDH deck if you want, it's right behind me <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah Oh man, I uh, Am the third member Or the second one of this uh, Middle school club thing i met bobby and frank <laughs> i mean you know whatever their real life names are <laughs> yeah <laughs> i met those guys uh through this podcast as well um and chris oh my god i had no idea that you had like next to no experience playing really uh, oh yeah you really knock it out of the park in my opinion i haven't seen many new players just be like jumping and be so good at the game you know good whatever you want to call it (laughs) comfortable role-playing and stuff i appreciate that yeah that's cool um but yeah geez when was sixth grade we were in that club that we turned into magic club secretly and then seventh grade i think i joined a DD club and they ran me through this like garbage character generation and one-shot thing and like the next time we met up, I was like, I could do this on my own. Like, I gotta get my friends here. <laughs> and I went, and I was like, Drop your clubs! Like, fuck that club! Like, come join D uh, <laughs> and D club. And I had a book, and I didn't even bother to really read it. I just like knew <laughs> what I wanted to do. Uh, and man, we played D and D for about a year without any real rules. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's the way to do it.
2: I yeah. didn't
4: even
2: have dice. <laughs> yep, yeah, that, was, that was the biggest struggle was finding dice back in the day all the time in the world no money <laughs> uh, and since then I've played every RPG I can find or I buy it and it sits on my shelf for 10 years what else that's it I love games too <laughs>
1: Can't believe you guys have been playing since middle school. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, That's wild. (laughs) I've been
2: like a DM almost entirely through like my role-playing career as well. I'm usually the one who like buys the book, reads the rules, and like I'm like, here, this is how you play, let's play. Nice. Uh
3: I I don't think I ever even heard the words dungeons and dragons until I was in at least tenth grade.
0: Nice. (laughs) That's what's up. Yeah. I was 13 when I first heard the words. No, actually I did first hear about in sixth grade when that We were looking over the club list, and everybody... There was always a girl in the classroom when we were signing up for clubs it was like, what's is a dragon?
1: I heard of it, but I just assumed it was, like, a thing that people did in, like, the 70s and 80s, and it didn't
0: exist anymore <laughs> for some reason. Well, our parents also grew up in the generations where it was associated with Satanism. That's true. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at one point a teacher said that. Hmm. When somebody asked about Magic the Gathering in 6th grade. Nice. <laughs> I believe it. They're like, it's satanic.
3: And I, I, I didn't even hear about Magic the Gathering until I was probably in 7th grade, but I didn't even understand what it was. All I knew was like, why would you play that when Yu-Gi-Oh has fun anime characters on it?
1: But magic is more fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be real. I play Yu-Gi-Oh as an adult. I mean, yeah, I know. I know <laughs> I've given I know, up on magic. I've given up on magic. I know a lot, of, the, I, I know a lot of people
3: who play Yu-Gi-Oh as an adult. I know a lot of people play Pokemon as, as well. The Pokemon trading card game is actually
0: pretty cool. I like Yu Gi Oh because it's so incredibly unbroken and unbalanced. You say unbroken? <laughs> it's so broken. I'm sorry, it's so broken and unbalanced. <laughs> I, meant, I meant to say broken and unbalanced. The well, power creep in Yu Gi
3: Oh, like I can't even comprehend it.
0: Well, the power creep is usually with effect monsters. Like there will never ever be a monster, a normal type monster, stronger than Blue Eyes. Like that is the limit that they are willing to go for normal type yeah. monsters.
3: Well, I got a little synchro sewing, and uh, I can't talk shit. Magic introduces new mechanics every set. Never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Magic is ridiculous at this point. I love it. I've, I've played in a Grand Prix a couple years ago. i got played on coverage in a Grand Prix. Um, I spent a lot of money on Commander. A lot. I've slowed down recently because Wizards of the Coast is a shitty company. Sponsor us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit that part out of this episode. <laughs> Hey, Jackie, they want to see all of your cats.
3: Oh, I would love to see your cats.
0: Good luck.
4: All, How many? Five?
3: I can try to gather my one cat.
0: Gorgasm Spasm says, bring them all. Bring them all. This is an unofficial episode, so we can do whatever the yeah, hell we one want. Just go I'll, I'll go grab sure. a cat, all right, get a cat. <laughs> Everybody grab a cat and then come back. I'm going to go find mine. I'm not.
2: No cats allowed in my room.
1: There's a dog somewhere, but I'm not going to find it. <laughs> There's a dog. We don't <laughs> care about
2: dogs. <laughs> That's just one. That's not a can of food. No. <laughs> I have a this kitty is, like that. This is Satan.
3: <laughs> oh. Her real name is but we call her Satan. Hi, sweetheart. This oh, one's Lemon Hope. A oh, she's, Here we
4: this, go. she's got uh,
3: like six teeth. Nope. Claws. This is Izzy. A she was eye. drinking
0: my water. I found her drinking my water in my bedroom. <laughs> she doesn't drink water out of a bowl anymore. She only it's drinks out of my leftover cups. Well.
2: That's Are You done? For you everybody.
0: done with me? It is. Oh, you want to say so I set out water every single night for myself. <laughs> and at 4 a.m. I hear her drinking it and it wakes me up. <laughs> <laughs> we've got to
3: put uh, we've got to put Oh god. We got to put laxatives in her food every morning so that she can poop. <laughs> Bye, sorry. And she doesn't really jump up on things, which for, we're for fortunate for. Well, mostly because I don't think she can. She's a little overweight.
1: <laughs>
4: this one's also. Oops, this one's also fat. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> mine, mine is not fat.
3: Your cat's very timid, Billy.
0: She is. She she acts tough, uh, but as soon as people come over, she turns into a big baby. We took her to a vet once, and she was crying and so completely helpless the entire time. That time with us? Oh, no, different time. But yes, the time with you. Well, the time we took her to the vet, she peed on my lap.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to talk about cat stories, but uh, Cody's cat got dual spade with Cody. one of our cats. <laughs> I mean, Billy. Um, dual spade. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one yeah. special. Um, and you could tell there was a practice vet because our cat had a little line. And Billy's cat looked exactly like a crumpled up soda can. The stitch line was like blah, 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 blah. it looked like a sixth grade art project of drawing up a crumpled can it was Jesus. that was the practice vet Wow
0: <laughs> no I think you guys got yours done because we did yours with Prince Vegeta
4: oh that's right we had
5: a boy
0: I think you took crackers to a different vet yeah so yeah they they um Butchered her belly. <laughs> yeah,
2: that sucks. But she's alive. I was the intern that day.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. You <laughs> took crackers to a kid you not a freaking uh back alley vet. N- it was an R V parked at like a car impound lot or like uh it was salvage like a, yard. Yeah, salvage yard <laughs>
4: <laughs> with a with an R V and you paid them thirty bucks and they took your cat for an hour.
2: <laughs> wow. That's, yeah. That's oh, impressive. Hell. Yeah, it was. She's
4: never <laughs> been the same since.
0: <laughs> so, um it's my turn to talk about how I knew you all. I'm the centerpiece of this, how I, I know all of you. That's true. So the grand architect. Yes, I am the mastermind. So yes, I went to middle school with Nate and Jackie, where I learned how to play Learned how to play (laughs) D&D, where Nate got the books, and we didn't read them, we just played. (laughs) Yep. I remember, like, our level one characters had third-level spells and stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, Wild West.
0: Well, when we first started playing, we did... You were doing this thing where you kind of talked us through a story more rather than playing the rules because you're like, play D&D with us. And I said, I don't really know how to play. He's like, you're like, I'll teach you. (laughs) You're at these three gates. (laughs) You're at these three gates. Which one do you go through? And you describe the gates. And it was just more like talking through a story versus actually playing. And I remember something like I found the body of a warrior skeleton. I took the sword and at some point killed an alligator (laughs) and then met a vampire with a cape that made it immune to damage. But I cut off his head because anything I just said happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we played. Yeah. That sounds right. And then we learned... Then we started playing for real, where we actually had character sheets in the book, because we showed up to the TNT club with nothing. We showed up with nothing. And the teacher was like, I'm going to go print character sheets. And I was staring at a character sheet, and I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at right now. (laughs) And you gave us all magic items at level one (laughs) before we even started the game. And it was one of those things where, like I said, anything I said Happened. I was I was playing a sorcerer, I think, and I was like, "Okay, I have magic power, so obviously I can levitate," and I just <laughs> did it. <laughs>
3: you got to do that, but I still can't get Trevor to let me have a deck of many things.
0: What you keep cutting out is <laughs> the
1: best parts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yeah. you uh, you were allowed to do that, but I still can't get Trevor to let me have the exact same time to cut out. <laughs>
0: I want <laughs> a deck of many things! <laughs> well, we were also 12 and 13. <laughs> yeah. So, I particularly remember the session you got from, like, a magazine. Oh, yeah. Where this giant turtle was destroying a town, and I failed to notice the part where you said it was made of wood. Mm.
5: Oh.
0: And we all climbed inside of its mouth, and there were orcs inside, and I cast fireball <laughs> and set the turtle on the fire on fire from the inside. Jesus! And I said, "All right, we're just gonna turn around and leave." And then Nate, as DM, said, "An orc runs out from the flames and t- hits a switch and shuts <laughs> the mouth <mountain> shut." <laughs> and then I, I my, 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 brilliant strategy is, like, I'm gonna, you know, I bet firewall will protect us from fire. So I cast Firewall, and the flames are even closer to us. I was like, how, do, how the hell are we going to extinguish these flames? So I was like, maybe if I cast Magic Missile, like, it'll put out the flames, and you said it just scattered the flames more? <laughs> and then just the fire overwhelmed and killed us. You didn't even give us a chance to do anything about it.
2: <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> i remember that scenario i remember because uh the party member beside you was allowed to play like a stone giant and was apparently like a very small stone giant and i remember upon spreading those flames he took your staff and like broke it over his knee or something he was like no more magic from you you're making it worse (laughs) Uh. (laughs) i do vaguely remember that that's about Um. the only part i do remember i'm so happy you remember way more than me that shit's It sounds exactly like us, though. so formative. No wonder we play the way we do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I remember having a weapon just called Magic Sword. It wasn't (laughs) plus one or anything. It was called Magic Sword. And somebody cast, like... A magic spell at I me. Mean, I don't remember what spell it was, but my instinct was obviously I'm going to deflect it with a magic sword. It, it
4: was like a floating magi, uh, like in the center of a room. I remember that.
0: Oh my god! I was no, a centaur think, in that game. Oh yeah, that was the Kuatoa. Yes. Campaign. Wow,
2: you guys!
0: I remember the Kuatoa campaign because we played that one three times. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I deflected it with my magic sword i just did it and then what the hell else happened oh i went to cast fireball and every character when it wasn't their turn ran out of the room (laughs) (laughs) because of the other thing because they were terrified of that (laughs) like we just did not play by any (laughs) rules whatsoever we were casting spells and we were rolling Arcana or something for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we just fail our spells are just failing.
2: <laughs> it was a mess. I tried yeah. to read the rules, it just didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we learned how to play once we hit high school.
2: Yeah. Eventually, I went back and actually read. I was so familiar with all the pictures in like the player's handbook, (laughs) but none of the words.
0: (laughs) I definitely remember reading through the at least the first half of the DM's guide at some point. What uh,
3: what edition was it that you guys first played?
0: We started third edition, yeah, but eventually graduated to three point five. Yeah, I I haven't heard
3: I haven't heard a lot of love towards third edition. I've never played. I played three point five. Never played third.
0: What? <laughs>
3: I, I, have not, I have not heard a lot of love for 3rd edition.
0: Oh. Well, the problem with 3rd edition is it's not that it's bad, it's that it's unbalanced, and some classes are way better than others, and others there's no point in playing.
3: Gotcha. I've always just heard people say, don't play 3rd, play
2: 3.5. I mean, yeah. I guess that There's makes
0: sense. the feat called ambidextrous, which is incredibly unbalanced and lets you attack twice. And they replaced that with two weapon fighting in 3.5. Mm.
2: That and there's so many extra books that, it, like, it's easy to build a broken character when you have like a thousand options.
0: Well, most of the books didn't come until third 3- 3.5. That's true. I guess you're right. I got. to I've start never with... been... Oops, Sorry. Oh, go ahead.
3: That's I, I got to start with a uh, fifth edition, so I basically got training wheels.
0: You got you got easy mode. <laughs> yeah. We had to learn when there are rules. Yeah. I've tried getting you guys to play D20 Modern, which is based on 3.5. I enjoyed
3: D20 Modern and the games we played in it.
0: But the problem was months of playing, every single session, somebody would say, What do I roll to attack? <laughs> every single session. For months. And I just learned that if you grow up with when you've learned to play with 5th edition, you can't... Un- you can't go back to the harder rule sets. Like Trying to memorize that damn grapple chart... <laughs> yes. <laughs> is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do as a DM.
3: I remember playing D20 Modern in a zombie apocalypse world, Billy.
0: That was actually a homebrew set. No, that was homebrew. That's right. We were, using that D- homebrew. The-
3: we were using a D100 system for that, weren't
0: we? Which I was getting to homebrew. Or I learned how to play third edition 3.5, and then when I hit... What are you looking at? When I hit... some point in high school, we only started playing homebrew games with, like, homemade systems, and they were always super unforgiving. You had one life, and the DM did no work, and it was all player-driven, and those became my favorite games to play. Sounds familiar. <laughs> I'm so and surprised. I, <laughs> I give you guys way more than I would like to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no we one's making it. you. <laughs> no, we're terrible. If I did it, it would be yeah. three oh. sessions of trying to figure out what you guys are supposed
2: oh. to do.
1: I'd be so <laughs> dead by now.
2: <laughs> yep. As long as I've been playing role-playing games, I'm not a good player character. <laughs> I've yeah, done I it like done five it, times.
1: I just listened to the episode where you basically drop a ball, cocktail. Oh yeah, just oh, set man. everything on fire. Oh, that was a really
3: good episode.
1: That, that was episode
0: twelve. <laughs> that was a good session. So yeah, session thirteen. I I had to tell Jackie that I basically had to tell her maybe you could identify whoever this missing person is by their finger. Some way, maybe if there was a way <laughs> to take a finger and make a print from it and compare it to other prints from other fingers, and you guys, I don't, you guys are just like, I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> I'm not sure. better. I'm dense oh, as hell. It. You guys froze.
2: <laughs> I'm not frozen.
0: So I remember at one point you were saying that. I was beating you guys over the head with information and you guys just were not getting it as you were listening back
2: through the episodes. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, no.
5: Yeah.
1: It, I it's see like that a. Listening like to a, it.
2: Yeah. It like points out like a flaw in my brain, like going back and reviewing the stuff. I'm like, what is wrong? Why can I not like absorb information correctly? <laughs> it's
1: like every episode that is like started on like a new session or in like a new uh yeah like a new session instead of being one session that's cut up everybody oh, forgets yeah. everything <laughs> <laughs> it's great
2: yeah that sounds right
0: so uh, this should lead us into talking actually talking about the podcast yeah so i think we should talk about the origins of the podcast so when i first A long time ago, I really, really, really wanted to do a role-playing podcast, but I just didn't have the equipment, or I didn't know the people who would be willing to make that kind of commitment. And then back in August of 2019, we were at Adam's wedding, and Jackie said we should play a game over Skype. And then then I was like, I really want to do a role-playing podcast. Let's make this happen. And we did, and we recorded the first episode, and then, like, a month later, we recorded the second episode. <laughs> and then, like, a month later, we recorded the third episode. And then COVID hit, and then we did record episodes for, like, three months. Yeah. And...
3: Hey, we, we recorded more than three episodes before COVID.
0: It was three or four.
3: <laughs> I remember because I recorded them. Oh no, I guess some of those are probably during COVID. Yeah, I was like, I recorded, so, I recorded episodes in three different apartments now.
0: So episode thirteen is session eight, and that is at least two episodes of post-COVID. How
1: long? So it been a lot of that since you played. Before I came in?
0: Uh, eight episodes. So, no, you I started. Like, did, was there
1: like a break in between where you yes. guys weren't recording at all?
0: Yeah, we we're, were picking it back. We were trying to pick it back up. Okay. Because um, I released the first episode after you joined. And I remember
3: because I desperately needed a distraction when we started back up again. Because I was not leaving the. I was home. I had furloughed myself. And my roommate was never home, and so I was sitting in an apartment by myself for like weeks on end. Seems and so, right. like, the podcast was really a saving grace for me then. Well,
1: well, a part a of the reason me. Me right now.
0: <laughs> A part of the reason we didn't record in that time was your computer broke. Yes, my computer broke. Broke. That's yeah, right. And then I bought a new Cause, computer because you recorded at my house for two sessions. Yeah, and then
3: COVID happened, and now I have two computers.
0: <laughs> so You're <they're, they're> drowning <laughs> computers. So, when we started coming up with the idea, and before we started recording, I was trying to come up with a name for the podcast, and I think we threw around, like, a lot of s- dumb stuff. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I was really threw
3: around a lot of names.
0: I did really want to invoke the feel of Dungeons and Dragons, but use wanting to use Call of Cthulhu terms. So, I was f- focused on Dunwich and Dragons and uh dungeons and dagons but both of those were already used by something Hmm. and for whatever reason the thought of combining them did not come to me at all and jackie was just like what about dunwich and dagons (laughs) and immediately i knew that was gonna be the name of the podcast
3: do you remember any of the other
0: names that we threw around um i don't the cthulian city is pronounced uh right Right, yeah. Probably. <laughs> Probably? You, you know what I mean, right? The yes. city under the, yep, the sea. That's,
2: I would, yeah, that's good enough for me, yep.
0: <laughs> what, one I threw out was, like, relay ya dice. <laughs> like, the, it was gonna be on a play of, like, roll ya dice or something. But that that one I felt like I had to explain. That's really the only other one I remember. Um, and Then we eventually recorded our first episode with... Us plus Adam. Uh, I'm not going to go into Adam right now, but he was great. He was, he was Feels the reason fun. we started this podcast. If we could ever get him on for a guest
3: spot, it would be great.
0: Yes, I've extended that that branch. Hell yeah. Um. So I I feel like we should just kind of go by episode by episode. The first. 13, and just kind of talk about our experiences recording that. Let me find my oh phone boy. so I can actually look at the list.
3: Billy, really, you're really testing my memory
1: here. I haven't finished the 13th I know. episode yet.
2: Ooh.
0: It's the one right before we introduce your character, Ooh. but we'll be able to get your your feedback as a listener of those episodes yes. since you weren't a participant.
2: Oh, you are such a good yeah. like observation point for this discussion, like an outsider looking in. should be good. So when I started making my character, I immediately knew I wanted to play, like, just, like, a rich person. uh, Because credit rating. (laughs) Yes. Credit rating is his highest uh, skill. What he is above everything else is he's rich. Um, And then knowing that I didn't want to make, like, a, a useful character... I put his skill points in like driving, like he likes to drive fast cars on a racetrack and he likes to like shoot like with a rifle, like, like safari and like clay pigeons and stuff. <laughs> and uh, he likes to gamble and, you know, just like leisure skills. Um, and I figured he'd be like the wild card. I really wanted to break boundaries with what I was used to and call it Cthulhu, which is like if you're not super, you know, on, top of things you're just going to get mangled and die it's call of cthulhu it's you're frail so i was going to be like this wild character um that would just like lives life like a quarter mile a a minute or whatever the hell that is uh, a quarter mile at a time like (laughs) this character in fast and the furious is that what that is yeah there you go (laughs) um and i was like live fast like die young but like i'm not young like i haven't died yet like that was like me walking into it and like very quickly, uh, Bobby Houdini outshined me in all aspects of that, uh, and I didn't want to like play second fiddle. So I, I lost what Mortimer was supposed to be, and I've been I'm been trying so to sorry. figure it out with That's him. one of the
1: weirdest things? Listen to the podcast. It's like these yeah. guys aren't playing the characters that they say yeah. that they are. The I definitely kid. am not. Yeah. That's true. Except so for Jackie, that, that, for the most part,
0: that that gives me a good starting point here. I, you guys should talk about your characters and the original concepts and how they've changed as
2: you've played them. Yeah. I sort of started uh, already. Yeah. Uh, as my my thing, I just sort of went on without you. Um, the 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 initial concept and the skills split up. Um, And how he's changed, I have gone from floundering miserably to having such negative misfortune (laughs) that I'm starting to just, I'm slowly embracing, like, the fuck it, like, concept, like, that he was based off of, and I'm just just (laughs) baby-stepping, like, into, like, rebel territory for a change. Like, I've got, like, the craziest gun, i I got a hunting rifle that's, like, my... Prize possession and how many times have i fired it none none it's just like building suspense or something i don't know
1: you don't even need weapons anymore
2: yeah well well i spent a ton of money on other yeah. stuff and
3: <laughs> oh yeah well i guess it's that's spoilers isn't it
2: yeah it's i, I started to dive away from that <laughs> no spoilers past when mortimer became a vampire yeah so every time skill checks pop up, I was like, pull out crisp dollar bills. That's how you get skill checks done.
3: <laughs> I can uh, talk about Bobby a little bit. Go for it. So the original concept for Bobby was uh, he was supposed to be like this traumatic character who like was orphaned by a father who didn't love him and lost his best friend who was his roommate and nothing more than just his roommate. Certainly nothing else going on there. And um, you know, like who who compensated for his Shitty life with uh, his confidence in his magic, and it's kind of gone straight downhill to just straight narcissism, um, just like <laughs> like dangerous bloody narcissism, and to the point that like I just kind of just play him loose and fast. Um, is if if we're having a chase scene and I don't understand how chase scenes work yet, well i am trying to ch- cheat shoot, uh, cheat the chase scene by shooting the girl in the leg, um, which you know it's, it's led to a lot of learning experiences for both myself and for Bobby Houdini. I, I like to imagine that he's learned at least. Um, you know, that in
0: particular, I felt was a turning point for the podcast. Where <laughs> we were just like, this is what this show is gonna be. Or was that my fault? Just oh, no. utter nonsense.
3: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I guess I don't think I really knew how to play the traumatic character. I've never done that before. Um, I think maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe that, was a, that was a little bit too far-reaching for me. Um, but, uh, now Bobby's turned into a, uh, Fast talking, quick shooting, uh, bit of a dumbass with 80 intelligence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about Claudette?
4: So Chris wasn't here yet for this, so it would be Claudette's turn. Uh um, our podcast sort of started off with two senior citizens and two sociopathic magicians. <laughs> <laughs> and that really wasn't the best formula because they really just sort of ran ahead and left us behind. Uh, and because we were both playing older characters, our limitations were being shown very quickly when one of the first major sessions was us jumping out of train cars into rivers and things like that. Uh, uh, I do recall one of my favorite moments it was the first time that Bobby Houdini pulled out a gun and he shot that lady at the in the train car. And we were just like shocked. We we're like, you can't just you can't just pull a gun out. Like there's there's law and order. Um
0: <laughs> I think that was Amos that shot. I her, think so. And Bobby stabbed her with a switchblade. Which was Yeah, funny.
4: I didn't, have, I, I, yeah, I didn't have a gun yet. It was shocking.
3: I didn't have a gun yet until I ever talked about a child. I don't think Amos was around yet. At
1: that
0: point. Amos was on the train car. Oh, really? He she shot her twice ran. with a shotgun. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, I didn't get a gun until that kid ripped me off. <laughs> um, yeah.
4: And as far as Claudette's character, I think she was pretty good at staying the same, except she in a way subconsciously became much younger. I started her off as like a 65-year-old <laughs> yeah. woman who was retiring, and she was kind of coming to the end of a career where everyone was totally fooled that she was a uh, uh, a really great, like, genius psychic. Um, so, so the whole angle with her character was that she was the opposite of everything extraordinary. She doesn't actually have any supernatural powers or abilities or or anything. She just lies about it, and everyone thinks she does, and she's really the one who doesn't. Uh, but now I think she's more like a 40-year-old woman. She's certainly able to keep pace with everybody else. And she's famous.
3: Seems that way. <laughs> She's very famous. That's that's a superpower of the own, right?
0: We won't talk about Frank right now, as Frank's episode is going to be the next one that comes out, and people really haven't had a chance to meet Frank at all. He was in the teaser for the episode. The entire teaser was about him. Ooh. Yeah. Um. In episode thirteen, though, you both Jackie and Nate talk about Mortimer's character. When Jackie says, like, didn't he have a messed up nose? And yeah. Nate says, oh yeah, he was supposed to have like a metal nose that he was going <laughs> to strike matches off of. Yeah, But you didn't want to do it because you're getting too much into like Dick Tracy, evil villain territory. <laughs> yeah. And listening to that now, it feels so dated because that would have been perfect for it this looked, game. This <laughs> is mild. It kind of feels mild for this game. Yep. Yeah.
4: We'll just have to retroactively, like, just have a chihuahua just bite off his (laughs) nose and give him a middle one.
1: (laughs) I
0: mean, this movie is just going to fall off. (laughs) Yeah, right. No reason whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's start here with episode one, which is called Introductions. What do you guys remember about... This session and does there is there anything that was going through your minds when we were recording this?
3: um Mine was how the fuck do we have two magicians?
2: Yeah, the coincidences were outstanding. <laughs> Three of the four members had like the major, same exact backstory. Major, and two of major them major had the traditions. same profession. <laughs> Did you guys
1: not coordinated?
0: No. <laughs> no. no.
2: I've never met any of
0: them before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the backstory was that the three of them were all the illegitimate sons yeah. of a famous celebrity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> who didn't care about them. But, yeah. Hey, and well, you, you taught us. Them. you taught
3: us to be relatives of someone famous in the 20s. I
0: did. I thought maybe somebody <laughs> would pick, like, I was the descendant of Joan of Arc or something. Right. Oh, you said people that were famous in the 20s. <laughs> No, I didn't say famous in the 20s. What did you I say? Hi- just like historical.
2: historic, right? So I looked yeah. up like historical figures the from 20s. the 20s. <laughs> the 20s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and after he said that, he was like, I meant like anywhere in time. I was like, oh man, there's so many more options. <laughs> if,
3: I, if, I knew that, if I knew that, I would have been like Karl Marx's yeah. like great,
2: great capitalist. <laughs> uh, right? Great,
3: like, bank owner, like...
2: That should have been a clear indicator that we were not prepared for an investigation game. I really
4: wasted my um, famous connection there. I
3: thought
4: you didn't have one. My my famous connection is that when I was 15 years old, I fell off a Zelda Fitzgerald's tire swing.
0: I literally don't remember that. I
4: don't don't think I ever brought it it up. It's not really a story I tell people.
2: It's on yeah. her character sheet. It says, like, a moon-shaped I scar a on her butt. I a sickle-shaped scar
4: on my butt, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember
1: then- much about the first episode. And I remember then- it being Both- long. And
0: it's really kind of not that long them. compared to later episodes. Yeah. But I think I was just terrible at explaining things in those episodes.
1: Yeah, the whole also, tone so, of it
2: was very different from the rest of them. I remember it started with that introduction. Yeah, that, which, which I'll I'll
0: get to. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then with the Bobby and Bruce thing, I just wanted to go back to that before we got too far away from it, was where you both were the illegitimate sons of a magician. <laughs> yeah. But the difference was Bobby wanted to be like a street
2: musician,
0: but Bruce wanted to be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: There's the secret like dark art thing going on there.
0: Yeah, there's a secret dark art thing that we unfortunately never got around ground to. Um so just got
3: good old con artist Bobby Houdini. But
0: yeah, we can we can go back to the introduction of the episode as you were starting off with Nate and Chris.
2: Yeah. Um it's definitely Chock full of important information, like as I've learned playing through the game, Um, and also you really did put a lot of emphasis on the (laughs) robotic horses, uh, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was like
1: the first thing you said
2: (laughs) (laughs) in a good way. I liked it. It was really good.
0: So when I first started creating the world, I thought it was going to be way more alternate universey than it ended up being conceptually i remember thinking there was going to be like this mechanical machine industrial city that wasn't powered by electricity but purely by combustion engine Hmm. where everything was just a switch that you pulled and something would start and that just never ended up making it into the story But the main reason I did that is I wanted to create, like, a reason why we would get historical inaccuracies wrong sometimes. Excuse me. I like that idea. Sometimes. (laughs) It's like future-proofing
2: your mistakes or whatever, historical mistakes.
0: I knew from the moment we decided to do 1920, I knew there were people who were going to come up to me and being like, that's not historically accurate. It didn't (laughs) exist yet. (laughs) So I wanted to create this alternate timeline where that, was possible, where things could happen differently and people might have illegitimate sons that they didn't actually have.
1: Yeah, that comes across, definitely.
0: But, for some reason, I picked <laughs> the horses going extinct <laughs> for that. <laughs> and, at so far, at this point in the story, it hasn't come up yet. Um, at all. That's true. But, episode 14 I'm pretty sure the robotic horses come back oh yeah when I first started writing that stuff it was very I felt like it was very script heavy and it felt forced where I knew you guys were going to be doing an investigation so I thought I had to have everything planned out so you guys could solve it and then I realized I don't need to do any of that i just need to tell you have you guys tell me what you do and then i'll make up the stuff (laughs) and all the evidence afterwards
1: so we're basically investigating nothing
0: (laughs) (laughs) you guys are investigating the disappearance of efren cash right good old afren which i introduced in Episode one, and then you guys forgot about. Well, I didn't realize
3: you did it. I forgot you did it in the intro. Like, completely forgot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's remember true.
3: hearing
1: about him in episode one, but I do. It's literally well, the first it, thing. It, it, really? Yeah, when I, when, when I listened to episode one, it's when I realized, I'm like, oh shit, he
3: introduces Efren, like, before we even we're introduced.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah I, I introduced the whole Efren thing. Like, that's the Kickstarter. And looking back on that, we haven't gotten here, but we've recorded. The introduction to season two and how i handle that is kind of how i wish i handled the introduction to season one where i have you guys play through the prologue instead of me just setting it up right. yeah that's a I good idea
2: yeah
0: uh, i got that idea as like right literally right before the week before <laughs> we recorded the introduction to season two that's slick. Um, I really it was, enjoyed it. I like that idea. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was a fun cool.
3: Off. I'm sorry that I couldn't be there.
0: <laughs> Let's go ahead and move to episode two. I'll just say off like right off the gate is that this was recorded together with episode one and honestly they should have just been the same episode. Oh, that's right. This is it. like
2: the really short split or whatever. It's the
0: one really short episode mm-hmm. And I I've re- i regretted doing that. I did that because I was learning how to edit audio for the first time in episode one. And I didn't want the episode to be too long. I was, I was like, this is getting close to an hour. I need to cut this down. And this is also taking me forever because um, Audition kept crashing on me, learning that there were other reasons why Audition was crashing <laughs> oh, on me. Yeah. I thought it was the length. <laughs> um, what was it? Well, short was there were the there i had audio effects applied to your guys's audio to clean it up and there's the clip effects which applies it to the clips and track which applies it to the entire track so when i first got your audio imported i applied it as a clip to every single piece of audio oh, wow. and then as i as I cut it up <laughs> as i cut it up that 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 effect got applied to two clips Three clips, four clips, to the point where it was hundreds of clips it was trying to load oh, wow. these effects into, which was causing Audition to crash every single time.
1: That'll do it.
0: Besides that, I don't really have a whole lot to say about this particular episode, as it's basically part of episode one. Just It's just really short. I don't know if you guys have anything else. I know, Chris, you said it felt awkward. and The first that- two
1: episodes, yeah, definitely feel a little awkward which makes sense because everybody's
3: like figuring things out and learning everyone's getting yeah. to know me also they I, like they all knew each other and they had to deal with this new guy coming in
1: yeah and the the third what? episode <laughs> onward it all feels like totally the same and completely different
3: i was actually gonna ask you about that sorry billy
0: sorry oh no no go ahead Like, since you,
3: as an outsider from, like, those episodes who's only played with us uh, in more recent episodes, and as, like, I don't know if anyone else has listened to as many of the episodes as you, um, so the other episodes after the first two, like, all feel pretty coherent, though?
1: Yeah, they're all, yeah, the story feels like it all, like, goes at the same pace, or not the same pace, but it, it feels like it goes from episode to episode, like, like it's supposed to i don't know the 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 first two yeah i don't know it felt very serious
0: and very scripted it it definitely it definitely was that i had all these plot points i was like we need to hit these and i'm gonna railroad you all into these plot points Mm -hmm. Uh, i think jackie's asleep on us (laughs) (laughs) i was watching your eyes close for like the past five minutes i've been
4: resting my eyes um my screen's pretty bright and i don't know how to affect the adjust or adjust the uh brightness or anything yet on my new computer
0: (laughs) it's all good uh so yeah episode three let's just i'll try to do these by um recording session to kind of make this easier so three and Four will kind of tackle together because they're the same recording session. So, one and two so, did
1: two end with you guys on the train?
0: Or one ended it? with them jumping off the train, right, two yeah. took place with no, no, sorry, one ended with them on the train, two ended with them jumping off the train yeah. after the robbery,
1: right? And so, one was, of you almost drowned like immediately. <laughs>
3: which one was that? Which of That's us the, the one that? you guys jump off
0: the no, train. No, no. Which one? Was or, which one of us on
3: the I think it was Jackie. I think Jackie
1: like went underwater and was swept away or something. Almost e, immediately. Yeah, I
0: believe Jackie and Nate both f- f- fumbled. Actually, I think they Yikes. both fumbled. Kyle just failed. I yeah, think. I failed.
3: I remember that. But remember, I think I, th- I pushed the roll and I succeeded.
0: Bruce, <laughs> ironically, th- I think was the only one that passed, but he's the one who disappeared.
3: Yeah. I mean, he disappeared after that
1: session. Oh I? wow!
0: Is that what it was? Yeah.
1: He he only recorded one episode.
0: Yeah, he we only recorded one episode mm-hmm. with him. Okay. Um, which is not what we expected
2: to do, but it's what yes. happened. Yeah. Um, it was a curveball, but I think that Billy handled it the it best way humanly possible, too. Yeah. Um. So, episode three and four are where you
0: guys are stuck in the New Jersey Pine Barrens and are being stalked by the Jersey Devil.
1: Those are fun episodes.
0: So, what... Oh, I was just going to ask what stands out to you guys about recording those episodes, if you remember anything at all.
3: Um, We met Ponce. Oh, we yeah. did
0: meet Ponce de Leon That's for the first true. time. I set him up on the train, but you guys never talked to him. You know? <laughs> Um, Jackie raised her hand and she looked super excited. I, I don't,
4: I don't know if I should jump to this, but we, there was a baby vampire.
5: Yeah. <laughs> All right, there was a
0: baby, <laughs> vampire.
4: and we stabbed
2: it.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> got killed by the Jersey Devil. Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened. Terrified. It
1: almost got killed in different ways. <laughs> mm.
3: Which one of us was going to kill it again?
1: You. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was one of my that was like i was like sitting out on my front porch and i heard the line like uh what is it like am i gonna kill this baby or something and I like oh what it was was, was
0: you guys are performing cpr yeah and i told Cotton oh like yeah he failed. failed and then you were gonna push it yeah and i was like if you push it and you fail you you finish the line and you said I kill this baby? (laughs) And and Nate interjected, No, you just don't revive it. It's totally different. (laughs) And I said, It's not different if he actually crushes the baby's ribcage performing CPR. Thank you, Nate, for having my back. Yeah. (laughs) Interestingly... What I find interesting about those first, the the episode Stream 4 is when Jackie interacts with Ponce de Leon, she has this deep contempt for his character. (laughs) Like, she hates him.
5: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, why is that? I think it was because he uh, was a religious man. Mm Mm-hmm. Can shoot
4: yeah, I was out of his hands. <laughs> When I originally encountered him, I was getting a serious Catholic priest vibe for some reason. Um
0: That's because that's basically what yeah. he is.
4: And uh my character being of the alternative arts under the full moon just felt like they wouldn't get along. That was it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I also never talked about Amos is a character. I wanted to do that real oh, quick. That's
2: true, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, where did that go I developed...
0: From? <laughs> sorry, I was just looking through the list of episodes. You reminded me of a of character
3: mine. Billy did in a previous game that I played with no. him.
0: I'm not sure what that character that is. No, never mind.
3: It's not a character you did. It's a character Zach played. Never mind. Earl Earl Grubbs. Earl Grubbs. Earl fucking Grubbs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... No. Amos is, he's more understated and talks slowly with a drawl, and he's not very smart.
3: No, no. But he's, so he's I created kind.
0: Amos for a one shot test session that yes. Nate ran.
2: That's right. The old Corbett yeah. house.
0: Uh, oh my yeah. The God. old Corbett house. I forgot about that. That was fun. And I always decided that Amos has a shotgun with him, which he only ever carries two shells for and after he uses them, he doesn't use guns the rest of the time I play him for every session. So he immediately fired both of those on the train and then <laughs> lost them. As I, I I started getting into it in that test session where I descended into just chaos with Amos, where he was consistently naked and doing dumb shit. Yeah, like I I remember there was this scene where he (laughs) we were doing the investigation, and instead of doing the investigation, he met a woman on the street named Broomhilda.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: and he ran into the barn with her. It was like true love. Yeah, and then like you guys dragged him out of the barn with like his pants around his waist and sat him in the back of the truck. And that was kind of the first taste of Amos as a character that I got. And then I don't really think I picked up who Amos really was until there was the one joke about him sitting on eggs to keep them warm. <laughs> <laughs> and that involved him to put the eggs in his butthole yeah. and
5: cooking I them. I thought they were just <laughs> his crack. Like his body
0: temperature. No. no. I ate those
4: eggs.
1: (laughs) You have to eat those eggs. What
3: what, what is the truth in
0: Probably the same episode. I think that was uh, Welcome to Boston. That was a long conversation about the eggs. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) I remember that.
0: And then every other time I actually play Amos as a character, I bring the eggs back. Yes. (laughs) Because that's one of my... I don't know. That was just one of those jokes that just kind of latched on to me about him. And then he started just doing things where he just lost his clothes or constantly be naked and do dumb stuff because I thought it was funny. (laughs) And that... Just like the egg conversation was when I got Amos. Um... Trying to think of any other key moments with him. There was the one shot that we played with you, Nate, where we were at the house party. We were playing with like oh, Kane yeah. and Mike. That's right. And Amos had an orgy with every single woman there <laughs> because, like, he has a really high charm stat. And he, I just yeah. a little charm and I got them all like in <laughs> on it, and that's where I started coming up with the phrase "Everybody loves Amos."
2: <laughs> it is true. That's true. Yeah, I I always imagined he was just like an NPC you had that was maybe meant to point in a direction. And we, as the party, were like, "No, like you come be our tank, like show us the way." Like <laughs> you know, exactly. we just, you just kept dragging him that. along. So, like at <laughs>
0: certain points, where I was just like, I had Amos disappear or refuse to do things, so you guys wouldn't use him in that way.
2: Yep, I totally believe it. I remember thinking, like, man, there's no way Billy intended for Amos to be like this, because we're just like, oh, all these clues, Amos, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You guys also latched onto Amos pretty quickly.
2: I think we were desperately in need of, like, a guide <laughs> or just, something. I,
3: I just found him comforting.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was big and safe. Amos, <laughs> like You guys call him, like, your savior and stuff. <laughs>
0: um, We'd buy him whatever he wanted. Yeah, and then he loses all those clothes and, Yeah, and
1: he lost it all. That was the funniest thing ever. That whole
0: <laughs> the montage
1: where you're dressing him up. And then, like, the next scene,
0: totally naked. Yeah. Well, he was boning when he heard the gunfire and came running. So, uh, speaking of which, episode five and six are um, Welcome to Boston and Gun Safety. So, those are recorded as one session. Um, episode five is where we went to the post office.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. And for whatever reason... That was a good one.
0: For whatever reason, I was like, let's roleplay going to the post office. That lady
3: was not nice.
0: (laughs) She wasn't nice to you. (laughs) She was very mean to
3: me. Very rude. I would not give that five star review at all.
0: That, when, before I edited that episode, I regretted so hard roleplaying going to the post office (laughs) because it was such a nothing thing. Like nothing happens in that scene. (laughs) at all. I yeah, don't even remember
1: it really. Except it's, for like the post office worker lady. That that's yeah. that, that's it. that's
0: it. Yeah. Um that this is was just like <laughs> nothing happens that entire scene except you guys talking to her. And that was also a turning point for me where it was like, oh I just need to create zany NPCs and have you just guys just interact with them. Where I, that was just when I figured out like, I just need to create random NPCs with silly names and personalities that you guys just interact with. And I also learned that I need to have NPCs interact with all of your characters differently. Where like she was very just normal with Mortimer and was all into Claudette. Aww. I just hated Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I just hated him. That's about that's very, about
4: every NPC.
0: So it may sad. It did, but I I usually have NPCs hate Bobby because he reacts the most funny to being <laughs> hated.
4: Well anytime they're nice to him, it gives them nothing good to show for it.
3: Hey, nobody who's nice to me has gotten a shot.
0: So, uh, what what did you did you guys learn anything about those episodes as we recorded them, or as a listener, what did you think, Chris?
1: I'm struggling to remember like what happened in those episodes.
0: Literally, so they go to the post office. Yeah, what was, what was the reason mail. for that? They want to just d- deliver mail to like deliver- their managers. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it was. We were we were trying to get our cars delivered. You're trying your cars and guns.
2: Yep. I needed Lucille, my hunting rifle, mailed Mm. to me because I didn't bring it with me. Um, Right. So I was like, let's go to the post office and write my bro a letter so he can mail my shit to me.
0: And That's also the same episode where I introduced the man that works at the hotel. Mm. Who talks with a very flamboyant voice. Yeah. And then he ended up doing, like, everything at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even intend that for that to happen. I just, like, for a one-time joke, I thought it would be funny if he was also the bag boy. And like I do with a lot of characters I introduce as one-time jokes, I run with it and just keep it going. Like, he was supposed to be one-time joke, Jimmy Two-Shoes, the... (laughs) <laughs> the orphan boy was supposed to be a one-time joke <laughs> oh. the newsie was supposed to be a one-time joke whenever you create a character just create a character for one single joke yeah. and then never let it go
4: <laughs> it, it's true every time you bring somebody we go what was their name and we all start writing it down <laughs> we're gonna remember this forever <laughs>
0: We'll get to episode 13. But there was a character I completely forgot that I made up at one point. Um, so episode 6 was Gun Safety. And I feel like that is the biggest episode for us. Because that's where Bobby shoots Colleen.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's definitely a turning point. And
0: that I feel like that became like the turning point of the show. Where Bobby... Just shoots this defenseless woman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It was not on purpose, though, at first. It it purpose. wasn't, but the tr- truth is, is he pushed the roll and he failed. Right. And when you push the roll, bad things happen.
5: Yeah.
0: If he didn't pull out the gun to threaten her, he wouldn't have shot her either. That's <laughs> true. <sighs>
2: I'll tell you what happens is Once you shoot her It immediately derails our investigation Forever (laughs) 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 Didn't we have more
3: fun because of it though That
0: starts the trend of you guys Going to the hospital every
3: other episode (laughs) (laughs) Listen listen Set production is expensive. The hospital's a cheap place to
2: shoot. <laughs> uh, yeah. We just keep going back there. We already got it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it, that ends hospital. It's poorly every single time.
3: <laughs> I know. The
4: hospital is horrible.
0: <laughs> it gets worse as we it play
1: it, sick. though. Actually, last, last time it wasn't that bad. We kind of all just got healed and walked away.
0: <laughs> well, that was the most recent episode. Yeah. yeah. But before that. Um, so it. Is there anything that stands out to you guys about this episode that you remember at all, besides him shooting that woman? Oh. I shot her twice. That, this is the second time you shot her was the next episode.
3: Okay, okay.
2: I remember the chase and being That's like, That's the next oh. episode. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, building up to the hospital and then the gun going off and me being like, this is why I didn't bring a gun. Like, I was just... <laughs> so upset at the outcome of like a gun firing (laughs) yeah i
1: remember you guys like interrogating colleen
0: and everybody was being like super nice and gentle that's a little that's a little bit from now Oh, is it? I no, this he was them.
1: before he shot her. Oh, I thought, you're about when
0: they're in co- I thought that's you were talking about when they interrogate her in the hospital room. No, no. Like, the first okay. interaction.
2: Oh, when we, like, first found her on the college campus or whatever. Yeah, you guys yeah. were, like, being really
1: nice and trying to, like, get information from her. And then Bobby just, like, goes <laughs> crazy on her.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: And then chaos.
2: This is all solidifying that my, like, reckless rebel-without-a-cause behavior is clearly not in scope (laughs) with the psychopath I've been hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: episode seven, A Victim of Circumstance, is where Bobby shoots her leg off. Uh,
3: And that was an interesting turn of events. Because of what I intended to do there. (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: she ran away... And I think, Kyle, your, your thought was just like, I just want to end this Well, we a, ch-
3: a chase scene, and I was like, this is a new mechanic I don't feel like learning right now.
1: And that guy, like, built up so much, and then everybody just failed and, like, fell on the floor.
3: <laughs> so, 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 I was, I was trying to just shoot her in the leg, but I rolled too high on damage.
0: Right. Yeah, you shoot her leg, and you just blew her leg clean off. Yeah, I
3: think I rolled, like, max damage. Had ended
1: things quickly.
0: And then you try to convince everybody else that she shot herself? Well... <laughs> that was something I completely forgot about until I was editing, where you actually approach other college students, and you're trying <laughs> to spread the rumor that she shot herself? I don't yeah. remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You try to spread a rumor that she shot herself. Oh, lord! Um, and they question you. They're like, "Dude, you have a you have a gun. Why are you trying to say this girl shot herself?" Like, "They're like, did you shoot her?" And then you say, "It's the twenties. Everybody has a gun." It's true. It's fucking true. <laughs> and then they agree with you, and they're like, "Yeah, you're right." And then they pull out their gun.
3: <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> oh, good times.
0: Um. Is I'm trying to remember what else happens in that episode.
3: Nothing at all. I have to explain to my pals that I just shot this girl's leg off.
0: Yep. So, the next one is episode 8, Dr. Wizard MD. Oh, boy. it's good stuff. And this is the episode where I introduce Dr. Wizard. I think, like, the the second NPC with, like, actual personality that I introduce... When I created Dr. Wizard, that was based on a conversation that we had at the hotel during Adam's wedding (laughs) where Jackie called Dr. Strange, Dr. Wizard. (laughs) 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 And immediately in my head, I was like, this needs to be a character in something. And then... I just never found a good opportunity for it until this episode when Bobby needed a
2: partner for uh doing the stage play. <laughs> That's right. The the like test thing, right? The audition or something. Yeah. Yeah, what was the setup for that?
0: <laughs> the the show? Yeah. So in episode one <laughs> Bobby is a failing magician, and his manager says he has to get a big act together. He's found a theater in Boston that will be willing to hire him, but he needs a big act. And he pairs up with uh, Adam's character, Bruce Thurston, to do an act. But then his character mysteriously disappears, and his agent says, Well, you got to find somebody else. I suggest you check the phone book for magicians. And he looks into the phone book and sees Doctor Wizard MD. <laughs> and you guys constantly question the entire episode. You you guys are saying, is he a magician or is he a medical doctor? <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything that you guys want to talk about in that episode? Um,
3: hmm. Doctor Wizard's cool.
2: It's <laughs> true. Yeah. He is fun. Yeah, like his you guys screaming voice.
0: Yeah, you guys latched on to him with my constant screaming, <laughs> or I just shout because I, I when I'm playing him, I'm channeling. uh what's his name from Venture Brothers? Um,
3: the monarch guy.
0: No, not the monarch. The Doctor Strange ripoff character.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello. I'm I'm, cha- right I'm
0: channeling I'm cha- channeling him when I play him but he has no magic Morpheus. powers whatsoever Morpheus that's it i i channel him but he has no magic powers like Morpheus does the next one is the haunted flower shop oh boy where <laughs> you guys are given the option by Ponce de leon to deck out your base of operations oh, oh yeah the, uh... And you guys choose a poster,
4: yep.
0: a haunted house, <laughs> a stage, and a flower shop as the means of decking this place out.
1: That was
0: good. I Like, when I gave you... I would Go say, ahead.
4: I think the poster is of me.
0: I think the poster is actually of Bobby for his act. Oh, okay.
4: That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I remember being of an act. Um...
0: So, for this, you guys, when I set up, like, you can set this place up any way you want, I thought maybe you guys would pick, like, an armory or, like, a library filled with magic books or something. And you guys picked (laughs) absolutely
2: nothing. (laughs) It's just a room with a poster on the wall. Yeah. I think we were trying to go for secret. Yeah, I think we're trying to go for, like, secret and inconspicuous, but boy, did it come off white toast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: and this this is the episode where Bobby actually meets Dr. Wizard by going to his lair, by lair I mean his practice, Mm. and learning that he's just a projectionist. (laughs) <laughs> That's right <laughs> And you guys also Question Colleen Go to question Colleen at the hospital And you see the monster for the first time Oh boy So I want to hear your thoughts on what you guys thought The monster was When you first saw it
3: I thought it was like kind of like the thing
0: Yeah
1: I was picturing something like that
0: Okay, that's exactly what I was going for. That's sick. (laughs) I wasn't sure if that was coming across properly. Yeah, just an amorphous sort of like. just flesh and muscles that morph into different things. Yeah, that was exactly what I was going for. I'm glad you guys pictured it perfectly. Next episode is Pocket Sand. This is the episode where Bobby auditions oh, for Mrs. Bavado, whose name oh, no. I definitely didn't make up on the spot. This was a
3: rough one for Bobby.
0: Yeah, yeah, he almost died.
3: Yeah, I mean, technically should have died.
0: Um, yeah. So do you want to talk about that that experience with Bobby? Yeah,
3: well, she didn't appreciate my magic well enough, and then she drugged us, uh, which was pretty fucked up. She drugged with me and Dr. Wizard. Um, so we tried to escape and it was, it was going really well. It just set the whole, the, uh, the vent fucking falling out, right? Didn't that happen?
0: Yeah, the vent fell out. So
3: that split the party by the party I mean me and Dr. Wizard. And then I saw a cult thing happen. And I guess they saw me see the cult thing happen.
0: Uh, you fail the sanity roll. When you fa- fail a sanity roll, uh, I get to take one involuntary action for your character. And I That's had you right. scream. That's right. right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they chased me,
3: and I ran to the roof. And I, I popped
0: a couple of them, right? You you killed one. Okay, just the other two were beating one. you up. Yeah,
3: they were beating the shit out of me, so I just jumped off the roof.
0: Well, you attempted to jump to the next Yeah, I, I did.
3: I figured that was my best bet. Like, I didn't know what else I could do. And you did not make the, the fall. I
1: did this was just
0: the... failed everything. <laughs> I didn't fail that headshot. That's true. This was... I will tell you, this is the first roll I pulled in the entire game, where Bobby, your character, one hundred percent would be dead. like <laughs> yeah, very dead, right? Because it's like falling on concrete is one d ten per to every ten feet, so it would have been like forty d ten damage, and I was like, I can't have him die this way. I'll put, <laughs> I'll put it in his hands and have him roll. 1d6, and we'll see what happens. And you got enough that it didn't kill you, but it knocked you out. Yeah, yeah. Which I I, I I, try to bring plot-wise back into the fold later on, which you won't get to, while you were able to survive the fall.
3: Yes, I um, remember. We, we did learn that recently.
0: Yes. Um, This is where Mortimer and Claudette flee from... The monster and jump out the window to the next room over, and then try to get Colleen to go with them, but she refuses. And you guys are like so surprised that she won't go with (laughs) you. Yeah, you're like she's an idiot. She doesn't believe there's this monster trying to kill her.
2: (laughs) This monster she
0: didn't see. (laughs) Do either? That's true. Dude, Jackie's 100% asleep. Yeah, Jackie yeah. Totally is there. <laughs> I remember when Jackie
2: was awake. Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Oh, no. Wake up.
5: <laughs> I've been awake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In my defense, I had to wake up at
4: 2 a.m. Um, no worries. Know.
0: I'm trying to rush through these next three
2: episodes. Remember when we climbed out the window? Remember when we were like, hey. And then
4: we climbed back why in the why window? You just,
2: just come with us. Yeah, that whole sequence was hilarious. I remember it being rough. I remember, like, at one point, I don't know if it was during this time or not, but it, it felt like I went through a heavy streak of failing roles. Yeah. And uh, it really narrowed down my options. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely failed that role to
0: catch the let window ledge yeah yeah that's mm. right that was an important then, one i think i had you roll just dex to grab it by chance
2: <laughs> yeah
0: because i couldn't have two people fall off a building in the same episode <laughs> yeah.
2: right it'd be bad if jackie fell and then i fell
0: <laughs> so we'll go to thin jimmy's episode 11 I want you guys to tell me what you remember about this episode.
3: Um, can we have some context clues?
0: Thin jimmies.
3: Uh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. I remember. This is the one where we we, we went to the, uh, speakeasy. (laughs) Great story, Kyle. (laughs) What? They cut out. They cut out. out. (laughs) This is the one where we went to the speakeasy after going to the gas station picking up some thin jimmies.
0: Uh, most of this episode is you guys going to the gas station. Okay. Really?
3: (laughs) You
1: guys had to go to the gas station to figure out where the speakeasy was because none of you
0: remembered. With directions. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't know where it was, they just didn't know where it was. Oh, okay. so Colleen, in your interrogation of her, told you that she knew where it was. So, you guys go to the gas station. This is where you meet Chariot McDougall. The 15-year-old working at the convenience store.
3: Don't remember a whole lot about
0: this boy. He seemed Uh, pretty stoned
1: out of his mind.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Like, Colleen, I remember her. she was kind of hot. I asked her to prom. And then I asked if Mortimer was going to be my dad. (laughs) Hold on, hold
3: on. Oh, Colleen was with us. Never mind.
0: No, she wasn't with you. Wait, so if you knew Colleen? Isn't Colleen a college student? I meant Claudette. Okay, okay. <laughs> I misspoke. Yeah. Um So with that, you guys just went in to ask a question. And just out of my ass, I was like, alright, apathetic teenager character. In the nineteen twenties. In the nineteen twenties. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys went you guys also went in to buy morphine? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. they didn't have any, so you guys wanted beef jerky, and the name I, I came up with on the spot was Thin Jimmy's, yep. and you guys think latched that... on to that name brand. Thank, oh, yeah. thank
3: God we bought this, by the way.
0: Yeah, Those are amazing. We, you you use them in episode thirteen. We sure do. Anyways, so th- that was I think the first time where I just as a DM just played a character. I had no plans to create this character on the spot. I I had no plans to create him ahead of time. I just played him on the spot and improvised everything as we did that. And it turned into this guy who had, like, Oedipus Rex complex. (laughs) Because there's that one point where he says... all the teachers say I'm the most handsome boy they know (laughs) and then Mortimer just straight up says we're not getting into this right now (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of times where I'm role playing as an NPC and I'm trying to yes and you guys and you guys just shut me down (laughs) (laughs) um none of that improv shit here (laughs) nope uh, what, Once things open back up again I think I'm gonna I think I am gonna try to take improv classes at the Met Yeah
3: join the comedy pigs
0: Anyways is there anything else you guys Want to talk about this episode
3: Um I don't remember anything else that happened that episode
0: That's pretty much it Yeah that's pretty much it right Yeah I, I just want to say I think that's the first episode Where I just was able to Just get into a character and roleplay without thinking about it. As I've noticed when I'm roleplaying characters, I get less. What's the word? Like, I, I overthink it less. When you hear me try to describe things, I talk very fast, and I'm talking faster than I can think. So I throw a lot in a lot of likes and ums mm-hmm. trying to make shit up on the spot. But when I pl- roleplay characters, I've noticed that. I'm way more consistent, and I'm just able to, like, put them on and talk as the character. And I think that was the first time I was able to do that without planning for it. So that's that's the only thing I have for that episode. So episode 12, literally playing with fire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you guys think this episode's about? Um, I Ugh. think it's
3: probably about um, just how to deep fry meat.
0: Yeah, that Uh, sounds about right. Buying expensive guns,
3: apparently. Buying expensive guns. It certainly was about that.
1: Then you
0: discovered how rich all of you are. (laughs) 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 Literally, all of their characters, under um, their wealth stat on the back of the character sheet, they are wealthy. Every single
1: one Mm
2: -hmm. of them. That's true. Except for me.
0: (laughs) 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 That was my own making, though. The truth is, is you don't need to be wealthy when you have three other wealthy party members. That's true. Also true, yeah. I got plenty of money to spare. (laughs) I got
3: plenty of money to not spare.
0: So, this is the second time you guys ran into the monster. And Mortimer it's the idea to throw a Molotov cocktail at it and set himself on fire. Which was a really good
3: move. It worked.
2: I agree. I think it's a brilliant idea. I will never stop saying that it was a great idea. (laughs) It would help if any of us knew how to
1: throw
0: at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nobody took the throw skill. Which I intentionally, I very intentionally in... This episode hasn't come out yet, but in the season two prologue, I gave one of your characters the throw skill because <laughs> I knew somebody would need it. Yeah,
3: Mortimer lit himself on fire and it was, it was it smelled awful. Like, it was really gross. Um, he did
0: light himself on fire.
3: But it saved us. And then a dog wanted to eat him, but we had, um, what did they call it again? The... Pip- Uh, that
0: was the next episode that this happened. Oh,
3: oh, 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 never mind. Spoilers.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, this episode's out, but we'll, we'll get to that one in a minute. Um, the the majority of this episode is you guys buying guns, going upstairs, noticing that everybody is gone and there's bloodstains in all the carpet. You guys go downstairs. The monster oozes through the cracks behind the bookcase and Mortimer runs up and sets himself on fire. The monster yep.
3: ran
0: away. The monster did run away. He was frightened by my display of power. <laughs> yes, he was threatened by your display of alpha, yeah, male, raw
3: energy. Like, there's a lot of raw energy. Yeah, burning flames. Would, yeah, you, was, you got none of that beta energy. I mean, going seriously, on. burning like burning flames. They they that's a lot of energy. Like,
0: yep. there's a reason why those guys wear flame leather jackets. Oh, man. It's yeah. to scare shapeshifting monsters the way. Can, can, yeah. ma- can we all get
3: matching flame leather jackets and wear it every time we record?
0: I remember there was a kid in high school who had a who literally had a flame leather jacket.
1: <laughs> I had some some van, or no, they were Airwalk shoes, and they nice. just had flames on them. They were just like black generic
0: shoes with flames on them. I thought they were so cool. I had Chuck Taylors, black Chuck Taylors with flames on them. I had Chucks
3: with skulls all over them. Nice.
2: I had Chucks that were like lawn, grass green. I remember those Chucks! <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs>
0: I don't know why those are the ones I remember. I also have a pair of the regular red ones, but I didn't like wearing them because people told me they looked like clown shoes because of how big they were. Due do big feet. Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about about that episode?
1: Um? This is off topic, but I want this to come back where Claudette Gives fake money to basically everybody, <laughs> oh, God, especially right. especially the homeless. Yeah, especially oh yeah. The homeless.
0: We we did skip that bit where I did. It, I forgot which episodes these were in, but there was the episode where you guys illegally bought guns from orphans. Yeah, yeah they
3: ripped this off, ripped me <laughs> because
0: off. Because that was one of those things where I didn't expect you guys to do that that session. I think that was actually Welcome to Boston, where you guys where bobby said he wanted to buy a gun and then i just had him roll roll for it and you <laughs> walk to some random like kids playing baseball in the street and you say where can i buy a gun it's like yeah i can tell you where to buy a gun follow me follow me <laughs> and he takes you to this dilapidated apartment building and just sells you guns <laughs> And that's, that, that's really the origin of, like, why there's a gang of, like, orphan mobsters like controlling Boston. Makes sense. And then you guys are trying to find... You guys are trying to find out the name of the girl who Bobby shot because you didn't know what it was. Even so you guys though you went did to, say it. I did, but it was not <laughs> canon when I said it. Oh, okay. It was... I said it out of game. So you guys go to Newsies and just search the newspaper for, like, shooting victims. (laughs) Right, right. Which I think was pretty resourceful,
3: personally. Totally.
0: Claudette uh, buys the paper from the Newsie and then pays him in fake money. (laughs) Yeah. And he swears vengeance upon her. (laughs) And... Well, that was also one of those things I just didn't expect to happen, so I needed to make up a name on the spot, and I came up with Brooklyn McClenahan, and I just named him after the, the character Brooklyn from the musical Newsies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because okay. <laughs> in, in Newsies, each of the Newsies are named after one of the neighborhoods in New York. Uh, they're called Burroughs. Burroughs, <laughs> Sorry. One of the six boroughs, but there's only
2: five. Is that true? Five? I don't actually know. Um, I'm going off of a Beastie Boys <laughs> album. Sorry, I, I know
0: this is from trivia. There is Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten Island. And there might be yeah, jazz. I think it's just five.
2: Sorry, yeah, you're Boys. right. There is five. It's, I'm just going off album names. I don't actually know. <laughs> No,
0: you're right. It is fine. <laughs> i a jerk. Like, the thing is, I can name them, but I can't remember the number. I, yeah, I've learned that thing about trivia. Like, I can name all the dwarf planets in the solar system, but if you were to tell me how many there were, I wouldn't be able to tell you <laughs> <laughs> until I counted them all as I was saying their names. Um. Anyways, so the most recent episode. Episode 13 is the one where Mortimer becomes a vampire. Mm, yes. And Chris, you're partway through this episode or you haven't started it at all? Uh, I think I just finished episode 12. So Okay, so you haven't started it yet. No. So this one's called Cheesecake Face, if that guy, guy gives you any direction about this episode. Nope. Yep. I don't know Cheesecake Face. <laughs> I know. That fuck. Jackie raised her hand. Maybe
4: that's the episode with the rabid dog.
0: It is. <laughs>
3: it's the episode that uh, date didn't get to play.
0: He played a little bit, but he was unconscious most of the episode. That's true. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, didn't didn't he turn into a vampire
1: after I came along? That was like one of my first a, episodes.
0: He gets bitten. At the end of this episode, Okay. Mm-hmm. that makes sense. And then he turns; he officially turns in your first episode, which will be episode fourteen.
2: That's true. So, so I remember, like,
1: I came along and then I went through to like, his a funeral. funeral, and stuff. I was <laughs> like, "Why, am, why <laughs> am I even here? <laughs>
0: I should have just done a side quest." Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't really have any yet. Yeah. You are also figuring out what, how to hell to role play a game, right?
3: Yeah, we uh we fed those dogs the uh the Jim Slimmies. <laughs> the Jimmy's <laughs> <The> Jim Slimmies. <laughs> the Sim Jimmies. Uh to stop them from eating Mortimer, even though he smelled like delicious flesh. That was yep, nice and charred, barbecued.
0: I think Bobby might be a cannibal.
3: No, it's just there's barbecue. Uh, but yeah. So we we've saved we've got the dogs, fed them, and then there were the the assholes that were uh outside of the sewers uh Cheesecake Face and what was
0: the other guy's name? I, I actually didn't remember it until I edited this episode this week. It was Jim, Bob, Dory, in the Third. That's right. <laughs> and,
3: we, and we didn't kill them. We did not kill them.
0: You did not because there was only two of you conscious and they were extorting you for money which Claudette ended up just paying them $100 bills and signed it.
3: Yeah, that went pretty well.
0: There there is a, a part in the episode where you guys try to you guys try to yes and me when you guys meet Jim Bob during the third and he's talking in a voice kinda similar to future characters <laughs> um, that I can't get into right now. I, I introduce him in the next episode, I'm pretty sure. Um, and you you ask if Jim Bob during the Third and Cheesecake Face talk in the same voice And Nate's like, oh, man, I hope so. And I'm just like, no. Cheesecake face is dead silent, and he doesn't say a single word the entire time you're there. (laughs) And That's one of those characters, like, I really want to bring back, but I'm not sure how to do it. As an
3: assassin. (laughs)
2: Because...
0: He doesn't talk. He doesn't do anything other than just stand there the entire episode. He could have been there and the whole time. Jim Bob Dorian Third talks for him. There's a p- part where I try to yes and you guys, and you guys also just shut it down.
5: <laughs>
0: we make for great improv everybody. <laughs> where somebody goes for the yes and, and just, they ignore it. No. <laughs> and just do their own thing. Where... Jim Bob the III says, Oh, it's a real tragic story about Cheesecake Face. And you can tell I'm making up all of this as <laughs> I say it. Where he says, Oh, it's a real tragic story about how Cheesecake's entire family was abducted by clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I say it exactly like that. <laughs> and... Then I, I follow it up with, it's a real tragic story. You guys got time for this tragic story? And Bobby just says, nope. <laughs> 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 and you guys move on.
3: Oh, sorry about that, Billy.
0: <laughs> well, you say, no, we've got to get this guy to the hospital, but still. It has the same effect. Yeah. <laughs> and then you guys get to the hospital. I believe this is the third time you guys go to the hospital. <laughs> the first, the third time of many. I'm wondering when they'll start getting us discounts. <laughs> yeah, they probably
1: start charging you more.
0: And you guys drop off Mortimer. Bobby goes to buy liquor to attack The monster if it ever shows up at the hospital again because at this point you guys think that the monster is after you all (laughs) um and claudette goes to the police station to identify the fingers and the police officer says do you have any idea who you're looking we're looking for and she's like no well maybe this one guy efren And he's like, I'm glad you told me that Because it could take months for me to Analyze all these fingerprints Eye to eye (laughs) By eye I guess is what I'm trying to say Analyze them all by eye When I could just instead compare it to this one Then Efren
3: shows up Wait, is that this episode? What? Uh, I said something that might be a spoiler Um, I'm not sure if it happened at the end of this episode or next episode
0: Type it to me uh, I will tell you if it's a spoiler or not
3: I can't spell his name properly
0: Is it E-F-R-A-I-N? Yes That is this episode
3: Okay, yep, cool Yeah, Efren just so, shows up at the end After, the after end. <laughs> she said like, went to the police Like, these might be Efren's fingers
0: <laughs> Yes, and then while you guys are gone You don't know her name yet I have not said it in-world at this point, but she offers Mortimer the gift of eternal life. And Mortimer accepts and then immediately regrets his decision. he traded for
3: eternal obedience.
0: Eternally obedience and the fact that he has to return to the soil in which he was buried every single day.
1: Oh yeah, we haven't really, uh, I won't get into it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I canonically set up a way for him to do that. Yeah. First, <laughs> okay, yeah. Where it's not super inconvenient. Um, somebody clicking something? Oh, sorry. It's all good. <laughs> I just want to make sure I was not hallucinating. Um, and then, yes, Bobby, you're right. Efren shows up at the very end of the episode. He's a real
3: dickhead, too.
0: No, he... he behaves exactly like Amos in every single way and cadence. <laughs> to the point where I have to specify which character is talking.
3: Everyone's a dickhead. A- a- Amos is nice.
0: Um, okay, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> alright.
3: I- I- I'm doubling down.
0: <laughs> doubling down. It right. sucks. So, Go yes. Amos. Uh, Claudette examines his fingers, and he has all ten of his mm. fingers. Ooh. And that's where episode 13 ends. And then next episode is where we meet Frank for the first time. Yay. And what else happens? Oh, yeah, the funeral.
3: Oh. A funeral for <laughs> a friend.
0: We also meet some other characters who are
3: somewhat important. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. So... I feel like we've come a long way in these first thirteen episodes. We really That's have, because uh, I don't know. Like I, my biggest regret is the first two episodes. <laughs> hey, you got, you got to
3: start somewhere, though.
0: I know. I I just feel like we lose so many listeners in that first to second episode. We just we just
3: redo them. Redo the first two episodes.
0: Yeah, you go. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and end this episode. Cool. Uh, So yeah, I don't know if I ever said At the beginning of the episode that we're kind of recording this As a bonus episode for um, Thanksgiving week So we can all kind of spend time With our families, but also have something Relatively easy to edit and upload So we don't have to
3: Be contentless
0: Just be contentless while we're all Spending time with our families to oh, an extent. On. So you putting this up next week instead of the next episode? I'm putting this up I'm putting this up next week just as an easy filler, just kind of get people to One kind second. of like hear. One second, sorry. Yeah. Just oh, want sorry. people to kind of you, you good, Kyle? Yo, yeah, well, Jackie
3: just said our food uh, my, my food said it was arrived and Jackie just said it wasn't out there.
0: Alright, we are literally almost done here. Sorry, so um, i had to go... I was,
3: I'm in panic mode,
0: but my food got delivered to the wrong place. So, I wanted to do this just as a way to, like, get our audience more acquainted with us as the player slash keeper, because once we actually start playing, we don't have a lot of that whole, like, interaction with us outside, so I just wanted to give them a feel for who we are. Unless you attend the live streams, which I never promote, which I need to start doing every single episode. Because um, that first half hour we usually spend talking during our live stream never makes it into the episode. But maybe it should. It, it should, but then the episodes would be like even longer.
3: And there are some people that just want to listen to the the story. You yeah, don't want to hear us shoot the ship for half an hour.
0: We can skip ahead. Well, but then we also get to the point where if I'm dividing them by two episodes, literally one episode is going to be one half of the episode is us talking about nothing. Yeah, that's true. The next half is going to be us playing. And then the rest, the, the second session, is going to just be us yeah. playing. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it as consistent as possible. Um,. So I just kind of wanted to give this for people who maybe wanted to listen and know a little bit more about us and what we were thinking and what we've learned since we started playing. So let's go around and do our plugs. Once again, you guys can fight for it. I don't care.
3: All right. Uh, Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Bobby Houdini. But today I played myself. Um Thanks for listening. I don't have anything to plug, but if you're listening to this, I am extremely grateful and, uh, I hope you continue to listen to it. And I hope that we continue to make content that you enjoy.
2: Yes. And I'm Nate and I play, uh, Mortimer King. Uh, and you can find me at uh, mechanical underscore rat at Twitter. I think that's accurate. (laughs) And, uh, Mechanical Rat on Twitch. I've been streaming um, some Morkborg amongst some other random stuff I might get into. So yeah, that's good stuff. Check it out. <laughs> that's it.
1: Now, I'm Chris and I play Frank Corpser. And you can find my art at Chris Taylor Chris Taylor Illustration on Facebook, and Chris Taylor Art. On Instagram.
4: And I'm Jackie. I was playing as Claudette, as the, ah Claudette the Clairvoyant. I played her every episode except this one where I didn't play anybody. Um, my Instagram for my low tier fan art trash is Jacqueline Illustrates. And I too will be occasionally playing Mork Borg.
0: Same. Yeah. And you also have that thing you plugged at the beginning of the episode that you never plug.
4: Oh yeah, More Than Dice Podcasts. <laughs>
0: uh I'm Billy. I'm your keeper. I mostly play Amos. My my heart. <laughs> um I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, Facebook and Instagram as players handbill. Oh, Twitter. Players handbill as well. I was confusing that with my next plug for the show. Uh I can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as PlayerSandville. And you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram as Dunwich and Daygons, and on Twitter as Dunwich and Day Gone, without the S because S is one character too long. And I need to start plugging this because I never do it. You can view the live streams on Twitch, where every Tuesday, between 5.30 and 6, we go live with an episode, although if we're not going to make it or if something happens, we'll update social media and let y'all know. But for the most part, we're pretty good about being live on Twitch, 5.30 to 6 on Tuesdays, and I've started uploading some of our backlog episodes to YouTube as well as some of our backlog live streams you can check that out there um, I'm only doing that one once a month as it doesn't seem to be a super great place for discoverability but I'm doing it there when I can so thanks for hanging out and we'll see y'all next time I know this wasn't as hilarious of an episode as normal but I feel like we. Ha- I feel like We've gotten a stronger bond with our audience. Audience, let me know if we've gotten a stronger bond. I like to pretend so, but I'm almost positive that nobody's listening. We
3: showed them our cats. They better feel closer to us.
0: That one person in chat wanted to see our cats, and we did it. And they seemed to be all about the cats. Did did they stick around? uh, Not for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I think they realized we were not actually playing a game this session yeah that sounds right